Guys, we're not in control. God is in control. The greater good that is working in our favor is in control. Welcome to the Let's Start Health podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. We live in a noisy world, and this space is intended to bring you clarity, enrich your bank of wellness knowledge, and inspire you to kickstart your journey to healing body, mind, and soul. I'll be interviewing industry professionals and bringing you raw, real, and personal stories of healing through gut health, intuitive eating, and the power of the abundance mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting curious. Your journey to healing starts now. Hello, you beautiful and intuitive being. Welcome back to Let's Start Health, a podcast willing to start the awkward, vulnerable, interesting, and definitely hard conversations needed in order to break through stigmas of mental and physical health, as well as educate and inspire those on a journey to healing. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. This is going to be a little bit of a short and sweet episode, and then again, every time I say that, it always ends up being much longer than anticipated, because apparently I have a lot more to say than I originally thought. But I want to talk today about anxiety. And I recently saw um, my therapist, who is also an energy worker, and she took one look at me and she says, Chelsea, you are floating outside of your body. So if that feels a little bit too woo-woo for you, maybe you can relate to the feeling of not being embodied, not being in your body, not being in this moment. Your mind is obsessing about the past or really fretting about what could, should, or would happen in the future. And this feeling of not being embodied is robbing you of the present moment. I know it's been a journey for me over the last few months. The diagnosis and very quick and scary death of my father-in-law, who was diagnosed with gut cancer in July and was gone only three and a half months later, has really rocked our world. You know, that loss has been deep. It has been rough. And though burying a parent feels like the natural progression in life, it's not easy. (laughs) And especially when it seems to be relatively out of nowhere. And I guess that's kind of how death and grief is. And it never feels fair. But my personal journey on this healing and this, when I reflect back, maybe you can relate to this as well. When something happens in life that feels like a trigger or a trauma, we are no longer just experiencing that trauma, but we are reliving all of the past traumas and experiences of our lives that are reminding us of this trauma. So we are basically reliving all of our traumas in our life related to this one. And I'll give you an example in my personal life, because many of you know, I am a wide open book. (sighs) The experience of losing my father-in-law has ripped up all of the emotions in me that I have not even yet healed 
around being abandoned from my father when I was a kid. So my therapist calls this throwing it all in the abandonment bucket, right? It's sort of this big bucket that we are able to categorize triggers in my life that send me spiraling into anxious fret. Now, if mental health is something that is a part of your life, and I would venture to say many of us are somewhere on the scale, we are all emotional beings, so we are all somewhere on the scale of emotional health. And if you have a tendency to sway in one direction or the other, manic or depressive, then I know you'll be able to relate to this. And I have a tendency to move towards mania. I have a tendency to lean into anxiety when I am feeling triggered. And when I start to uncover and look at the traumas in my life, it's this feeling of not being in control. Who can relate? (laughs) And we fall into these habits of needing to control our lives in order to somehow fall under the false impression that we are in control of our lives. And by being in control of our lives, that means we somehow, some way, are going to prevent the future traumas that we inevitably will experience. Oh, dang it. (laughs) So I'm sharing this with you today because it's a reminder that you're not alone. And also as a reminder that, guys, we're not in control. God is in control. The greater good that is working in our favor is in control. And I feel a sense of relief come over my body and I feel my shoulders relax and my eyebrows relax because I can fall back into trust. And... For me, the journey of faith has also been an interesting one and one that I've shared on this podcast and many others as well. And I grew up Catholic and I rediscovered a relationship with God when I found myself on a yoga mat in 2004. And that journey has been one of self-discovery over the last decade and a half. And for me, really what it falls back to is trust, trusting in the, that the universe has my back. Thank you, Gabby Bernstein, for that one trusting in people in my life who are meeting my vulnerability with empathy. Thank you, Brene Brown, for that one. Trusting in the process and really tuning in to that feeling deep inside of me that just knows, that intuitive feeling of safety and security, that piece of me, my soul that is unbreakable and definitely not tarnished that piece of me that is always safe because that piece of me is being held by God, by the Holy Spirit, by the energies that are working in the universe that are carrying me. I shared recently on my Instagram, you can come follow me over at the Chelsea Haynes, about the story of footprints in the sand and how it always brings me to tears. And if you've never read that story before. You can just Google footprints story. And it's, it's, it has a biblical tone to it. And the message during it is, you know, during the times of my life, when I see two footprints in the sand, I know that God was walking with me. 
But then the man questions God and he said, God, at the hardest times of my life, I only see one set of footprints. Why did you abandon me? And I choke up as I think about it. Because God replies, son, I did not abandon you during those times. I picked you up and I carried you. (sighs) We are all being carried by the greater good. The things in our lives that feel traumatic are not happening to us. They are happening for us. This is the abundance mindset. There are more than enough of the good things in life to go around. And it does not mean to spend your money frivolously. It does not mean to not have a plan in life, a loose plan. But it does mean to fall back into trust and knowing that Maybe the plan that we have is not for our greater good. So circling it all back around to anxiety, I notice that anxiety gets the best of me when I am no longer connected to and trusting in the greater good, in my own spirit, in my own willpower, and in the Holy Spirit. That spirit, the Mother Earth, Father Sky, my angels and ancestors that are residing in the North, East, South, and West, my lineage, my heritage, my angels and archangels that I can feel all around me. If you're listening to this, I would guarantee at some point in your life, you have felt the presence of somebody who you have loved and lost. Lean into these feelings. Turn up your intuitive powers. And I'm going to now shift again and talk about Ways that I start to recognize when my anxiety is getting the best of me and how I (laughs) reel it back in (laughs) and how I stop floating out of my body and I come back into my body. For some people, they go really deep in and down, right? So if you have a tendency to lean more towards a depressed state rather than a manic state, I think this could also be helpful for you as well. Maybe some of you go back and forth between anxiety and depression. I know I do have bouts of depression when I am feeling um, confused, but I definitely more so have a tendency. It's, It's the pitta in me. It's the fire in me. It's the Capricorn in me to fight, and it feeds this manic, anxious energy inside of me, and Many of you also have heard me say, I'm going for a downstream float, right? I am not interested in the uphill battle. I am not interested in fighting upstream without help. When I look back on my life, I, you know, I have this very clear vision and I shared this recently with a client of mine. I want to look back on my life and really see myself as floating down a river in my big favorite It's a swan. It's not a unicorn blow up, but it's a swan blow up floaty. And I'm wearing my favorite high waist bikini and I've got oversized sunglasses on and my wild curly blonde hair is blowing in the wind. And I've got some type of delicious beverage in my hand and I'm just enjoying the good things in life. I'm breathing fresh air. I'm soaking up the sun. I'm dipping my toes in the cool water. 
and I'm laughing along the way. So if you're feeling like life is an upstream battle right now, I hope this is of service to you because you're not alone. And I'm feeling it right now as we navigate this grief of losing my father-in-law and all of the things that have come along with that. The judgment from family, the past traumas that it has dug up. And I say this again to circle it back around and what what I would encourage you to do if you are on this journey of self-healing and self-development is number one, invite it all in. Invite the emotions in, invite the thoughts in, let them come. Let that scary place happen and do it with help. So when I start feeling anxious or a feeling of sadness that is overcoming me, the first thing I do is call my husband. Or if it happens when he is at home, I pull him aside and I request that we put all technology down and we sit together because I'm having a moment. And he just sits there in witness of it, which I know is not easy for him because he is my knight in shining armor and he is my problem solver and he is my deep thinker. And I know it's very challenging for him to not want to fix the situation But in that moment, I don't need to be fixed. I just need to be heard and witnessed. And I need a safe place in order to invite these feelings in. I need to let the ugly cries come. I need to let the anger come. And I need to express it. I need to cuss and I need to swear. And I need need to go to those places in my mind that I've been trying to suppress. For what? I don't know. Everyone else's sake? Probably for the fear of offending someone, most likely. I need to vent it out. I need to cry it out. And I can't do that unless I invite these feelings in. And it can be very scary to go to those places in my mind that feel hatred, that feel resentment, that feel anger, that feel deep grief and sorrow. But by inviting them in, we can start to become aware of them. And it is not until we are aware that these things are even living in our body that we can start to heal them. It's when I invite these emotions in that things come out of my mouth that I didn't even know were there. And then I look back and I think, wow, I obviously needed to get that out of my system. I actually feel a lot better. But if I didn't feel safe, if I didn't have someone to call, if I didn't have the means to invite these emotions in, I would have never been able to be aware of them in the first place. And I promise you, those hidden pains and suffering that you are experiencing will manifest as physical disease or mental, emotional, but definitely physical disease in your body. Whether it's rashes on your skin or bloat in your belly or symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome or headaches or migraines or inability to sleep or heaven forbid some other very serious condition and in my father-in-law's case cancer that took his life after three and a half months of diagnosis. We have to invite these emotions in so we can bring awareness to what's below the surface of us living our lives on autopilot. We are living our life that is within boundaries, that's within limited beliefs, that's within the systems that we've picked up along the way and we thought that we needed to conform to. And in order to break through this 
these systems, we have to start healing. In order to heal, we have to bring awareness. And in order to have awareness, we have to invite the emotions in. So that's tip number one. (laughs) Let's take a step forward here. Tip number two, if you're really feeling like you are spiraling, feel the emotions. Be in them. Again, this is even scarier than inviting them in, but you do not need to fix You do not need to numb out from them anymore. In fact, if you continue numbing these emotions, they're going to pop up in some other way. Maybe you are self-sabotaging your relationship or your job or your health, all because there are emotions that you are not allowing yourself to feel. And I can speak on this because I am guilty of it. We all are. Feel the emotions. And again, doing this in a safe place, right? So calling your coach, calling your therapist, your mentor, your partner, your best friend and saying, I need you to hold space for me because I need to let these emotions come forward. I need you to witness me with empathy and with zero judgment because I need someone to see me and to hear me. I need to go on this journey because These emotions that are lying underneath are no longer serving me. And I see myself acting out in rebellion. I see myself trying to control outcomes that are not in my control because I am afraid of feeling these feelings. So let's go there. Let's dive in. Something that's coming through for me as I'm saying this is to remind yourself that there's no shame. There's no shame in these feelings. There's no guilt that needs to be involved. We've grown up in a society that has taught us all sorts of things. And trauma work is very real and very important to do. And it's very important to do with someone who can help you. So this is the third reminder, the third kind of step. And I highly encourage you to help yourself by recruiting someone to remind you of this. And that's the reminder that you're okay. You are no longer living in that past moment that caused you trauma. You are no longer experiencing that pain of that moment. So set yourself free of that and give yourself permission to step forward into this present moment. In this present moment, you are safe. It is safe to feel good. It is safe to be okay. It is safe to heal this wound that is so desperately needing healing. And if you let yourself do that, and if you are now living here in this moment, you can continue to choose to be in this moment. I am choosing this moment. I am choosing to be in my body. I am choosing to be here right now. And even as I say it, as I speak it, I feel (sighs) clear sentiently in my body, in my fingertips, in my jaw, in my chest, that you might be feeling these feelings as well. So I invite you to remind yourself, go ahead with me right now and place one hand on your heart, one hand on your chest, excuse me, on your belly and take a deep breath into your belly. Push your belly out like a balloon. Relax your jaw, relax your shoulders, and sigh it out. It is good to feel good. It is safe to be in this moment. It is good to feel good, and it is safe to be in this moment. Take another deep breath in. 
Relax your jaw and sigh it out. Beautiful job. Welcome to this moment. You are here. Your life in the past, it is safe to let it go. So taking another step forward here together, a great journaling opportunity or a great self-awareness prompt is to start to reflect now that we are in the seat of the observer. What do these emotions have to teach you? What might still be unhealed that could use some attention? Is there something that you're craving in your life that you are not receiving? Maybe it's tenderness or sweetness or nourishment. And where are you seeking those needs and desires? And are they serving you? Or is there something that you need to let go of in your life that you're fearful of letting go of because of the unknown on the other side, but it's keeping you, that fear is keeping you grasping for more. I have to hold on to this job. I have to stay in this relationship. I have to maintain this friendship because X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. (sighs) Is there something that wants to fall out of your grasp? Is there something? Is there something that you can let go of? Or maybe there's something that's being blocked in your life. Somehow you're not allowing yourself to relish in the sweetness of life. What are you not giving yourself permission to feel? What are you not giving yourself permission to lean into? What joys in life do you feel guilty for indulging in? What are you blocking that needs more flow? Lean into your intuition. Lean into your gut instinct. Lean into that whisper that you hear or the vision that you see or that voice that is speaking loudly to you or just that intuitive knowing. You just know that this is the next right step. So this brings me forward to my next tip. I don't know what number we're on, but that's reestablishing a new relationship with the trigger. So the next right step for you might be, how can I reestablish how I relate to this trigger in my life? So in particular, if there is a photo that triggers you to a past trauma, how can I get to a point where I look at that photo and no longer feel triggered buy it, right? That's, that's a loaded question and a lot of healing that needs, to be, that needs to be done. But it's really about reestablishing a new relationship with ourselves and the way that we relate to the world around us. It's an empowered choice. It's one that takes work. It's one that requires help. And it's possible. It is 100,000% of the time every single time possible to reestablish our relationship with ourselves and the world around us in order to create and feel more health, more financial wealth, more love, more freedom, more abundance. 
more of the deeply seated belief that there is enough of the good things in life to go around. (sighs) So let go of that guilt. Let go of that shame that you are carrying for needing to do another deeper layer of healing because that guilt is just keeping you, preventing you from healing. Ask for help. Bless that medication that's getting you through the day. Call your therapist. Call your health coach. Call your friend. Call your mentor. Call your partner. Ask them to witness you. Ask them to be a mirror for you. Ask them to hold space for you and be clear about your needs. It's as simple as saying, I do not need any tips or tricks today. I just need you to hold my hand and cry with me and see me. And then maybe we can talk about it on the, on the other side and digest it, right? And then choose again. Take another step forward. Choose again. You have the power right now to choose again. If I let my anxiety spiral out of control, I will 100% take it out on my husband. I will self-sabotage I will scream, I will yell, and I will push him away because I am afraid of losing him. How ironic. (laughs) So what do I do? I feel guilty and shameful about how I treated him. Yes. So what do I do? I apologize. I forgive myself. Thank God he forgives me. And then I choose again. So I am going to choose again right now. And I'm going to call him and I'm going to text him and I'm going to tell him how much I love him and how sorry I am. I'm going to choose again. You can choose love. You can choose to be empowered. You must choose to let go of the guilt and forgive yourself. Thank you so much for hearing me, for witnessing me, and I hope that this episode is of service to you. I think recognizing the signs of anxiety and depression is really, really important. So I won't end today's episode without talking about that. And for me, it happens very much in my body. It starts in my face. My face gets tingly. My hands start to cramp. My throat feels like there's a rock in there and my chest sort of caves in. For you, it might not be in your body. It's very important for you to start recognizing and writing down the signs that you could be falling into a manic or a depressive state. Do you numb out? Do you push people away? What are the actions that you lean into when you're not feeling good? Have you found a lack of motivation happening on a daily basis? Are you finding that you're no longer finding joy in the simple pleasures in life? As soon as you start to bring awareness to the things in your life, the signs that you are going into a spiral in one direction or the other, the quicker you can start to come out the other side. The quicker you can start to implement your tools and your bag of tricks and your shiny new presence. I don't know. I was going to say tools again, but I already said that. You can recruit help. So what are your signs and what are your symptoms of an anxiety attack or a depressive state? It's very, very, very important to recognize. 
for me, like I said, it's very physical and it starts in my face. My face gets tingly and then my hands start to cramp. And that's when I know I need to pull off the road, stop driving, stop, drop and dance, call my husband, call my mom, call my best friend, call my cousin and tell them I'm in the thick of it. It's happening right now. I'm breathing deeply. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. And then crying usually helps because it helps for me to get it out of my body. So I usually have a good cry and then I take a deep breath and I remind myself that I am here, I am right now and everything's okay. You guys, I want to share with you that I'm rocking and rolling with my 90-day one-on-one intensive gut healing program. So this is 90 days where we will start in the physical body. Month one, we will really reassess the diet. We will eliminate the things that are causing chronic low-grade stress and inflammation. And we will really hit the reset button. We will do this one-on-one every single week. We will have deep dive accountability calls. And we're really going to get to the root of what might be causing some of those symptoms in your body physically. Are you having bloating? Are you having problems going to the bathroom? Are you having headaches? Are you experiencing rashes? Are you experiencing health Are you experiencing anxiety or depression that just doesn't really seem to be going anywhere or getting any better? Hop on my website, chelseahainescoaching.com. Send me an email, info at chelseahainescoaching.com. Send me a direct message on Instagram at the Chelsea Haynes. And let's dive deep. Month two of this program dives deep into the mindsets and the limiting beliefs that are feeding our habits. So I always like to say I like measurable results, and month one is going to give us measurable results. The measurable results are going to give us motivation to keep coming back for more. (laughs) So we want to keep showing up. We want to keep doing the work. And then month two, when we feel inspired and motivated, as soon as self-sabotage starts to kick in, we're going to go there. We're going to talk about it. We're going to dive deep into the family that you grew up in, the beliefs that you grew up thinking, the structures and systems that have now formed your life, we're going to rewrite your story into one that is now yours, that is more in alignment with who you are and who you are becoming. And then month three is all about implementing everything that we've learned into a true lifestyle that lasts. How can we graduate from this three months, reassess the next three months and start making bigger goals hitting larger goals, making more money, feeling better, and honestly manifesting that dream life that everyone seems to keep talking about. If this is resonating with you, I only have one spot left until the end of April. The time to take action is right now. Send me a DM, send me an email. I will be opening enrollment again at the end of April, but that won't happen again until then. I've got one spot left. So if this is resonating with you, Now is the time. Open up your smartphone, pull your little mail app up, info at chelseahainescoaching.com. And in the subject line, I want you to write the word freedom, all in capital letters. The first person who I receive that email from will schedule a call together and we will make the magic happen. I am so grateful for your time. I am so honored for you to be here on this journey with me. May you all have an abundant, blessed, and amazing day. Stay mindful. Stay relentless on this journey to healing. Join the community. Let's start health on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Please rate us on iTunes. 
the more ratings and reviews that we have, the more we can get this information out to the greater good to raise the collective vibration. Thank you all again and have an amazing day. Thank you.